0: Many people I know are I know, on a quest to optimize their lives. Some of my favorite people in the world will spend days trying to perfect a productivity system or get things automated or find the perfect software for anything they are doing. Now, because they are on a continual search for that, the perfect diet, the perfect work routine, or the perfect travel setup. Now, optimizing can take quite a bit of time and energy. But before that, what would happen if we let go of optimizing? Let's think about that. Now who would be be without the idea that we should optimize everything? One idea is that we decided not to optimize everything, uh, in that case we would stop caring, stop trying to make things better and live sub-optimal lives. But I know myself pretty well, I will always care no matter what if I am not trying to optimize. I'll always do my best, which is different, you know, than optimizing. It's taking care and giving love, even things aren't optimized. I believe most of you are this way, you know, pouring your hearts into something with, with pure love, without needing to make everything perfect. Now, have you heard about this term "carpe diem," which means seize the day, a life, or seize the day? Well, let's talk about the phrase "carpe diem," seize the day. The more accurate translation would be pluck the day, as in it's ripe and ready to enjoy. But here's the deal. We can't actually pluck or seize a day. You know, we can only pluck or seize the moment, which means carpe punctum. We all are aware of the fact how stressful it can be when we try to perfect our day or how depressing it can be seeing others, you know, in the so-called perfect life Uh, life showed in the social media last week I heard uh, these gorgeous words on the radio it's not about the length it's about the depth it's not about the minutes it's about the moments gorgeous right and it's perfect and then yesterday I was reading Dan Millman's book the 12 gateways to freedom I have devoured his words before and will do so again He is an absolute gem of motivation, inspiration in terms of personal growth in it. He talks about carpe punctum, which is seizing the moment. Carpe diem is normally the phrase that we know and use, seize the day. But how can you seize a day, uh, an entire day? You can't. You can, however, seize moments. Carpe punctum is a reminder to live each day fully a life is a series of moments and it's the quality of each moment that determines the quality of our lives living in that moment makes our life simpler and at the same time richer it's about accepting what life throws at us with poise and grace dealing with every scenario in the best way we can and remembering every little moment that every little moment counts whatever we decide to do with each moment now once it's gone it's gone forever the brilliant abraham maslow said that each moment presents us with an opportunity one where we can either step forward into growth or step back into safety which one will you choose carpe diem or carpe punctum i would say optimize don't add Making small changes to frequent activity has the greatest impact in our lives. You know, Typically, we think of uh, addictive behavior when we want to make a change. Like start exercising, eat more vegetables, meditate more frequently, or write thousand words a day. Add- additive uh, behavior can have a big impact if you do it. The challenge is that changing habits is incredibly difficult. We all know that, right? Finding time for new behavior is even more difficult. A more realistic approach to change in both our personal lives and our business is top and optimization. I would say find the small tasks you do over and over and make them better. Like consider a different way of being. Like one, instead of optimizing your schedule, pick one thing to do and focus fully on it. Do it with all of your heart out of love. When you are done, give a bow of gratitude. Take a moment to pause and not rush to the next thing. Repeat. Number 2. Instead of trying to find the perfect software or the perfect tool, the perfect travel clothes, focus on being content with where you are. Who you are, what you have, what is in front of you right now, which is the moment. Contentment is such much more important than getting to perfect. Number three, instead of building a fragile, optimized routine system or setup, give yourself less than optimal situations, like randomness, things you need to adapt to develop flexibility agility adaptability or anti-fragility and number four be present appreciate the fleeting moment because there won't be many more before you die be fully immersed in that moment cherishing the beauty of this life number five when you find yourself with the urge to optimize and find the perfect setup Recognize that you are letting yourself be distracted from what's important. Then ask yourself what's most important right now? Focus on that and even if it gives you discomfort and makes you want to run, you know, get good at that rather than good at optimizing. Number six, let your path be less controlled, like more random. Let it be filled with messiness because that's how you adapt to messiness. Let it be filled with chaos because then you can find peace in the middle of chaos. Let it be filled with the joy of life exactly as it is because that's optimal. What is? Not what you wish it could be. And do it with a smile and joy in your heart. Now, What a life we have been gifted with. Now, First of all, let me make it clear that no better thought or best step is easy in life because there is no shortcut to success. Every achievement can't touch you until you have earned it. If there is anything good happen to you, your life as a side effect of some other's diligence, Now, take my word, it will not last very long if you don't work hard on it still i can make a checklist applicable, applicable to anybody's life number one would be be a good listener and a better learner every successful person have a common virtue they are good listeners they want to understand the best part of every incident or story that's why they listen carefully analyze comprehend and then pass any comment learning is also equally important to shift the gear you can uplift yourself as long as you're learning from every small steps once you stop learning you know you will experience downward graph number two maintaining good physique is a healthy and productive step of life a healthy person has more peaceful mind than a perpetual sick. He can think better, decide with better vision. That's why a chess grandmaster need to attain gym on a regular basis. His stout bicep and robust figure don't have any role on chessboard, but being fit is always helpful for his brainstorming effort. Number 3. Communication and interaction are important pillars of decision making. Communication, you know, with right people always increases knowledge base. It helps a person to work on multiple options on a, on a same project. Uh, say you have decided something with conviction, and suddenly you get some suggestions from a friend and discover some unique process which you never thought of. Same thing applies to interactions also. The more you can interact, more you will gain knowledge. But interact politely and respectfully then you can earn some respect also in you know addition to ideas number four in professional part never depend on single source income you never know when trade you know will take a shocking turn do what you love to do passionate endeavor always has a better chance to grow Think of savings first. Expenditure never decreases in life. So how much your earnings spend after saving systematically. It will help you in any time. Maybe one of two can serve your lifetime purposes. Have a minimum 5 to 6 incomes. Number 5. The most important thing is keep some time for yourself exclusively. We can never enlarge the tenure of a single day, so time management is a must. Make your routine in such a plan that you can meet yourself at least once a day and that too cheerfully. Be alone, enjoy your company, it's like meditation. If you can't, never expect others to enjoy your presence. Talk to self, love your existence, rearrange thoughts if needed and make life purposeful love and take care of nature you know we generally expect something free but we don't take proper care of gifts nature is an example it's free for us but we are you know careless most most of the time take care of it because live a good life and let ancestors play an livable green earth now now let's see how three ways to optimize your life number one would be plan your day in advance a few few people think that planning a day is somewhat unrealistic as we can't predict the future but even though we all know life is uncertain still we should have a plan for tomorrow if you have a plan in hand you can spend more time on critical or urgent urgent tasks or else you know that task Less critical jobs will consume considerable time of your day, thus leaving hardly any time for tasks which are of paramount importance. How we can do that? Start your day with a checklist. You know, today we have so many apps to prepare a handy list of tasks, reminders and important tasks. We can also use a pen and a paper for this because I prefer that pen and a paper but sometimes it's not convenient to carry it everywhere still I do you know I have a small pocket sized book and a pen hence one can harness the time management apps available maximize hustle using tools for some people daily to do list is like a gospel for others it's wishful thinking no matter way you happen to fall into there is one simple way you can optimize your to-do list and make sure stuff that needs to get done gets done next one every item must relate to annual and life goals everything you do has to relate to this your long-term goals are the key most of us want something big Whether it's the ultimate job, your own business, a family or speaking a foreign language or traveling the world, whatever it is, we want it badly because we can't have it straight away. It's those dreams that you should be moving towards through daily actions. Next, write down your big goals. Trust me, if you haven't done that already, please, please, please do it now. Write down goals in a clear manner makes them more actionable. When you create your daily to-do list, look at your big goals and ask yourself how do your daily goals relate to this. And review periodically, you should be reviewing your big goals at least every 6 months, ideally every quarter. Ask yourself, are you taking enough steps towards these goals every day? Do you still want the same thing? Has your life situation changed to make things easier or harder? Now, Don't hesitate to change goals, there is nothing wrong with changing goals. Now, Just because you wanted something 6 months ago doesn't mean you have to want it now. It can change. Think about what's changed are you simply quitting because the going stuff or do you genuinely want something different now if it's the later refocus review your situation and make a new goal as simple as that but don't waste time on things that are irrelevant whatever you find yourself dragged into immediate issues or new interest think about how that's serving your long-term goals now of course there will be times when you have to do things you don't want to do, but they shouldn't be on your daily to-do list. This list is a plan for accomplishing your big goals, so focus only on those. And don't include everyday requirements like buying milk, walking the dog, brushing your teeth or dentist appointments etc etc. It shouldn't be on the list. Those things are given, you have to do them. They are not goals, they are requirements of everyday life. Just keep reminding yourself that your goals are the dreams you are trying to realize. Now, these are the things you really want. Your to do list should reflect broken down segments of those goals and nothing else. And take adequate rest and sleep well, which is very mandatory. Rest is wo- one of the significant factors in time management and productivity tools. No, it's it's not that feeling tired and sleepy the whole day will hamper the productivity of the day, but if you want to perform with your 100% efficiency, don't cut down the sleep. Take regular breaks if you need, adequate rest and get refreshed before you begin your task optimize your multitasking and focus on one task at a time now today everyone are focusing on multitasking and multi skills but when you are performing on a single job multitasking sometimes lead to a distraction from a goal now instead of performing several tasks at a time it's better to work on a single task that have a break and move to the next task now according to a study the average employee Spends 13 hours per week on emails alone. If email is the first thing you do every day, it's going to suck up all your time. No time you are better off using elsewhere. Now, in this book, Seven Habits, Covey writes Most of us spend too much time on what is urgent and not enough on what is important. Before You even open your email. Take some time to write out your to-do list for that day and what you hope to accomplish. You could even write your list at the end of each day to prepare for the next one. This plan will allow you to get more things done and ensure the work you're doing is right for your business. I always do three most important tasks first. When we prepare a checklist, we may be having a bunch of to-do activities in our bucket but as we all know that life is uncertain and unforeseen interrupts or incidents no, you know, it knock the door before coming in. So the best practice is focusing on the first three very important tasks, ticking them off and then moving on to the next, which is like the eat the frog first. In his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, Tim Ferriss write, Being busy is most often used as a disguise for avoiding the few critically important but uncomfortable actions. Now, we will do anything we can do avoid doing the thing we dread the most. But the tasks we dislike most are usually the most important. Instead of worrying about that task all day, it's better to eat the frog first. If you eat a frog first, do your worst task before anything else. Then the rest of your tasks will seem easy in comparison. You will be able to better focus on them because you won't be thinking about that dreaded task. This one, you know, accept your mistakes and move on, which is really important. If there are any misunderstandings, fights and debates, admit the mistake and move on. People spend a lot of time to give explanations about the errors and discussing the past. Whatever happened happened and it's over, accept it. Think of solutions to rectify it and just move on. Instead of focus on how you can avoid the mistake in future instead of discussing the past. The fundamental factor for success in life is time management. And it will always play a pivotal role if you wish to be fruitful and productive in a day-to-day life. Number 1. Iterate The arrogance of success is to think what you did yesterday will be sufficient for tomorrow. William Pollard Probably you've heard the saying, work smarter, not harder. And sure, that sounds great, but what does that actually mean? Now, After all, no one wants to work stupid, do they? No, right? That's exactly why author and researcher Morten Hansen surveyed 5,000 employees from across various industries. Job titles, experiences, and backgrounds in order to come up with a list of which habits make the people successful at work and create better balance with life at home. You know, some of these habits are no-brainers and it was very easier to implement. Such as working fewer hours and learning to focus by saying no to extra commitments. However, Some of these habits take a little more thought and intention to incorporate into your daily routine. I would say here are the three habits that if you do them every day, it will help you maximize your daily success. Number one, practice life with the intent to grow. That's your long term goal. This is a fundamental truth about any sort of practice and if you never push yourself beyond your comfort zone, you will never improve. People often think that experience matters. The problem, however, is that most people assume that by doing something, it will automatically lead to mastery. It's not going to help that way. There is a better way to guarantee growth and achievement of mastery. However, and that's to build in learning as part of your daily work or life in general. Now, Create what Hanset calls learning loops. A learning loop is a process of setting a goal for yourself, reflecting on how it went and then making adjustments to optimize your performance. When setting goals, look for small opportunities in your everyday life to save time, energy or money by modifying the skills you perform hansen describes these minor learning habits as micro behaviors and says a micro behavior is a small concrete action you take on a daily basis to improve a skill the action shouldn't take more than 15 minutes to perform and review and it should have a clear impact on skill development for example a micro behavior at work could be something like learning how to give better presentations you want to set a goal for yourself around this topic and then spend 15 minutes every day tracking your improvement you could spend spend time one day learning how to give a better presentation then realize that you need to work specifically on body language when while presenting So the next time you present, you become aware of your body language and find ways to improve it. Then you record your next presentation to see if you improved. Finally, you set a goal for the next learning loop. Apply this idea to home life and a micro behavior at home could be uh, something like improving your cooking skills. You then spend 15 minutes each day cooking a new recipe that teaches you something specific. You know, like how to saute vegetables better. After several learning loops, you are able to see your progress and know that you have become an even better chef than you thought were possible. Now, the idea of learning loop is that you always want to be in a cycle of improvement. As Hansett notes, the idea that it takes 10,000 hours of practice to master a skill is misleading. One year of practice repeated in the same way for 10 years doesn't make it perfect rather a certain kind of practice makes it perfect now most of your experiences every day by practicing new skills with intention number two optimize your day by redesigning it now henry ford says if you always do what you have done always done You will always get what you have always got. True, right? Going along with the first step. The second habit is about questioning the way things have always been done. Too often, humans got stuck in a rut of routine, both at home and at work. Every day becomes a repeat episode of the day before and we settle into thinking it's the best it can be. Or our life is like that. But the best way to optimize your daily life and your work, however, is to constantly ask why you do what you do. For example, on the job, it's easy to find new ways of doing tasks or to eliminate tasks altogether. You can redesign your office space, maximize your calendar and flow of work activities, Or redesign how you can accomplish the task on your to-do list. Try out a new process, a new tool, or a new workflow and measure this impact toward maximizing your time, energy, or money. Think out of the box every time you fall into a situation. You know, at home, you might redesign your routines. Uh, For example, you eat the same thing for breakfast every day and you want to save yourself time in preparing it. Now, this could lead to meal prepping every day on Sunday so that you have a go to breakfast ready every morning. Take this a step further and you might apply this logic to other meals. You could even start a recipe collection, then turn those recipes into a go to grocery list and finally automate those two parts to become a weekly grocery pickup so that you can order online and never have to enter the store. Now, In a few short weeks, these small redesigns will optimize parts of your routine and your job by saving your money and giving you better more time for the fun things in life. There are always opportunities to redesign your life, but you have to keep an open mind by always questioning the status quo. Start by asking why and get creative in finding new solutions. Number 3 would be reflect and repeat regularly. There's always space for improvement no matter how long you've been in the business or anything. The first two habits can only be as effective as you make them. To truly optimize your work, know that good enough simply doesn't exist. It's easy to assume that establishing habits and routine is what makes for effective and productive outcomes. Now, The flip side though is that people become complacent and rely on outdated or ineffective habits and routines. So it's important to start with learning and redesigning as the base habits and from there you can apply new skills and discover new ways of working that will optimize your life every single day both at work and at home now we are looking at three things which we can learn how to optimize our life one is plan your day and second one is iterate which is repeat and now the third one is accelerate now, when it comes to self-development, it's the small stuff that often makes the biggest difference. Now, too often, people think about big changes in terms of big decisions. They think it's a sweeping action that moves the needle when it really isn't the you know incremental steps made on a day-to-day basis. Success then has far more to do with daily habits, not home runs. It's all about your daily habits. So how do you accelerate your own success? I would say by focusing on the small things. Which is, trust your gut. No matter what decisions have to be made here, first check them with logic, run the number to make sure things make sense, but if it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. So trust that trust your gut first do what you are happy about do what you love next move to learn learning doesn't happen at a standstill if you ever feel stuck really stuck then go or let go of trying to find the answer and ask yourself how you can just keep the wheels moving what can you do even if it doesn't make sense do it keep moving Third one would be protect your inner circle, the people you confide in, the people you trust, the people you share everything with, protect that with your life. As soon as you let toxicity in, it becomes difficult to get it out. Protect yourself and the people around you by being aware of the energy people bring to the table. Number 4. Nurture both creativity and business. A talented, creative, you know, without business sense is a lost expressionist. A talented businessman without a pulse for creativity is a box. If you truly want to be successful, you need elements of both. Number five: feed your brain. You are what you read. So if you what you're reading is your Facebook feed, just stop. Now, that's what i didn't mean that so it's the material you let into your brain that influences the work that comes out read healthy read self-help uh, development books personality development books there are n number of books available these days number six sleep the amount you need now i've said this before just listen to your body if you are hyped and making progress on a project maybe you can get by with less sleep for a few days, but you're, if you're exhausted and borderline sick, you know, reel it back and sleep it, you know, for a day or two. Give your body what it needs when it needs it. You will spend less time playing damage control later on. Number seven, play the appreciation game. The more you appreciate in life, the more life in turn appreciates you. Gratitude. Throughout your day, look for as many things as possible to appreciate from your loved ones, your significant other, your friends, the work you are doing etc. This will keep your energy open to receiving more and more positive energy. Number 8. Make your weaknesses your strengths People say to ignore what you are bad at and go all in on your strengths. But in general terms I agree, but that doesn't mean a basketball player ignores their left hand and only practices layups and over their right. Always be aware of your weaknesses and find ways to train them into becoming a secret weapon. 9. Pick one thing and do it every day, no matter what. People who have strong elements of discipline know the value in doing one thing every single day because not only you're you know you're improving at that one thing but you're practicing the habit of good habits find something that's meaningful to you and make it a daily practice it will eventually become the foundation for everything you do number 10 attract a mentor a mentor is someone who you connect with uh, in a mutual way, and from who you can learn at an accelerated rate. Mentors are not people you you know walk up to and ask for help. There has to be a genuine connection, and you have to find mutual value in spending time together. So, to find a mentor, first look at who is already close to you, and then think of what you can bring to the table to warrant that learning experience. Number eleven journal every night we forget how much we do in a day and often we don't give ourselves enough credit at the end of the day take 10 minutes or 5 minutes whatever you feel like to write an entry in your journal look for things that went well and pat yourself on the back and look for things you can work on for the day to follow there is value in acknowledging both number two limit social media usage it's very important now now that social media has been around for a minute, we are starting to realize that as great as it as a tool it's disastrous for our focus in a distracted world being able to have a clear vision for what you want to do And not getting pulled away every time a notification goes off is a huge advantage. Now, master technology, don't let technology master you. Number 13, read on the go. Now, reading is one of the best ways to learn from the past and anticipate the future. If you aren't reading a book every two weeks or at minimum, Every month, you aren't reading enough. I have a habit of reading one book a week, it's a must, that's in my to-do list. Exercise your brain by keeping good books on your smartphone and instead of scrolling through Instagram, read a page or two while standing in line at the grocery store. Number 14. Make time for input Whatever your craft is. You have to make time to study and take information as much as you work on creating. Now it's a balance of input and output. Without input, your output will suffer. Number fifteen. Dress the part. Dressing for success is a real thing. Trust me. Part of developing yourself as a person starts with how you take care of yourself and present yourself. You will struggle to take those leaps in life if you are not feeling great about yourself. When you dress the part, you will feel great about yourself. Trust me. I'm sure it has happened many times for you also. Number 16. Ask friends to hold you accountable. It's crucial to have people in your life who can call you out when you are underperforming or lying to yourself or changing for the worse. These are the people who should be members of your inner circle. Allow them to give you feedback along the way. Number 17 Protect Your Time. The more distractions you let into your life, the harder it will be for you to focus on the things most important to you and to change for the better, of course. Keep things simple. Now, maybe this means not having a television in your bedroom. I hate that having television in the bedroom or saying no to social events during the week. Either way, just know the value of your time and invest it accordingly. Number 18, listen to podcasts while you travel. Now, if you're always on the move, use travel time to your advantage. Podcasts can be a great way to continue giving yourself more input. Load a few onto your phone and make use of the hours spent in transit. It can be a podcast or audio book, whatever is convenient for you. Number 19. Measure your progress. Now, as my own mentor said to me, if you can't measure it, don't do it. Track your efforts and find ways to keep tabs on how you are progressing. Now, whether that means keeping a closer watch on your projects or being more aware of your daily habits. Number 20, believe in yourself. Now, at the end of the day, nothing can take the place of you believing wholeheartedly in yourself. If you can't do that, you're going to struggle from the start. You can't do anything else. You have to believe in where you're going before anyone else can. So will you diem or carpe punctum? Now, no day is perfect or bad. It depends on how we react or seize it or how we believe in ourselves. Now to truly capitalize on your success, optimize your performance, which to the optimize your day which is optimize your habits but the key to optimization to create a regular and consistent daily patterns that work for you but not against you so what you do or don't do daily is literally changing your brain for better or worse But it's not too late to regenerate or remodel and reshape your brain to stay in peak condition. Nothing about our brains is set in stone. Trust me, our brains are surprisingly dynamic. It can adapt, heal, renew or rewire itself. It's important to be intentional about the role of optimization in your life. Plan it and move on to important things that need your attention. Optimize your way to success, but recognize that eventually, obsessive optimization can become a detriment to getting real work done. Make the process work for you. Optimize is about being consistent, being consistently productive, not pushing yourself to the unattainable which is 100%. The one thing that all highly successful people do is to stay organized and do more of what books. They make time to measure their results and follow efficient routines that save time and money. They know what activities are critical to grading results optimization is the process of incrementally improving your processes systems or better still how you work you I hope you got something out of this episode which is optimize your life for 2021 have a great week everyone and wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year filled with abundance of knowledge wealth and health take care